0: So our guest for today's episode is my new friend Morgan Harper Nichols. You guys, I am so excited about this. I have been such a fan of Morgan's for years now, and I cannot wait for you to meet her. Morgan is an incredibly talented artist, writer, and performer. If you haven't been personally following along with Morgan yet, chances are you've still seen her beautiful art and poetry all over Instagram and Pinterest. She also recently came out with a book called All Along You Were Blooming, which I cannot wait for you to hear more about in this episode. Today, we're talking about how to savor the moment and trust God with our future. Morgan teaches us how to find peace and beauty in this present moment instead of always focusing on the destination, whether it be a job, a relationship, or a number of followers on Instagram. In this episode, Morgan compares the in-between moments of our lives to painting a canvas. And let me tell you, it totally changed my perspective on how I perceive my journey and how we can all find beauty in the midst of our everyday lives. But before we dive in, Since we're already on the topic of trusting God with our future, I am so excited to announce that I have a brand new prayer journal coming out in August called The Between Places, 100 Days to Trusting God When You Don't Know What's Next. Now here's the thing, we all find ourselves in between places throughout our lives. Maybe you're single and dating and wondering when you're ever going to find your person. Or maybe you're dating someone right now and wondering if he's actually the one. Maybe you've worked in the same career for several years now, which has left you absolutely positive that this is not what you want to do for the rest of your life, but which also brings up the question, what do you want to do with the rest of your life? Or maybe you're thinking about your future family. You're wondering if you're ready to have a baby, or maybe you've been trying to get pregnant, but it's been a lot harder than you thought it would be. This prayer journal is for those moments in life, those times where your future feels really uncertain, when you're waiting for something, longing for something, or working for something, but it just isn't happening. It's for those times when you know where you want to go, but you have no clue how to get there. And those times when you have no clue where you want to go, and the process of trying to figure it out has you twisted up in anxious knots. This is a book about how to trust God with your future. Guys, I've been telling you about this a little bit, but this prayer journal is so special and important to me because I wrote it as Carl and I were trudging down this long road of infertility. And my prayer is that as you work your way through it, you find what I've found all over again in this season. That no matter how uncertain life looks, we serve a very certain God. No matter how bad our circumstances feel, God is always good. We can always trust Him, and He always brings beauty up from the ashes. I'm praying that through the 100 days of this journal, God fills you with peace for your future. I'm praying that with that peace, you're able to truly savor the present He has you in today. And I'm praying that through this prayer journal, He also equips you to come back to that place of peace whenever the next uncertainty crops up. The Between Places is going to be coming out in August, and I'll be sharing lots more about it soon, but guys, I'm just so excited and honored to get to share this journal with you. Okay, now without any further ado, I'm so excited about this. Let's hop into my episode with Morgan. So guys, I'm sitting here with someone I'm so excited to introduce you to. Truly, like... I feel like I just need to say you're welcome right off the bat, because if you do not know this woman and you don't follow her, you're going to say thank you after this is all over once you are as in love with her as I am. So I'm sitting with my new friend, Morgan Harper Nichols. Morgan, thanks for being here.
1: Oh, well, thank you for having me. It's nice to meet you. Yes. (laughs) So tell us
0: for, for women who don't already know you, I mean, they probably do in some way or another, but for women who don't know you, can you tell us like who you are, what you do and tell us a fun fact about yourself if you can.
1: Oh yes, I can do that. So I am, I do a lot of different things, but in short, I'm an artist and a writer and art, mostly visual art um, and then writing, mostly poetry. And I'm also a musician and I do music here and there as well. But yeah, I over the past few years, um, so I'm 29 years old. And from age like, like from when I was a freshman in college up until age 26, it was honestly just like, Throwing creative spaghetti against the wall and seeing what would stick, <laughs> like um, just trying everything, guys. Like I mean, wedding photography, knitting, um, graphic design, fashion blogging. Like if yes, <laughs> there's just traces of all sorts of things all over the internet that I've started, and I think that ever since I was young, I always just felt like this this pull into like the depths of like creativity. And that was how I, I I was really kind of introverted as a kid. And I was really sort of like at a hard time in like social settings and things and being creative and writing and drawing and, and all of that just gave me an opportunity one to just like, I felt like that was how God spoke to me. And I just, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I, I just always felt like a closeness to God. I just always felt like yeah, there's something bigger than me. And I'm a part of it. Like I've always felt that way. And yeah, so my life was, my life has honestly just been like a lot of trying to stay close to that and and get, and get back to that and, and just experience like what it means to have joy and peace in the everyday. And for me, that was through art and creativity. So in 2016, I wrote a poem about feeling like I was a failure. And, um, it was honestly kind of like a giving up surrender poem. I was like, you know what? I'm done trying all these different creative pursuits. Like, let me just write something about it that just sums up all of this. So I wrote that poem and a few months later, it actually went viral on Pinterest. <laughs> and it was on like a personal account. I had just posted it. I didn't have any like followers really at that time. I don't think I, I didn't use like tags or anything. Um, But then that poem started showing up on Pinterest, uh, I mean, on Pinterest and Instagram and other places. And honestly, how I got here today, um, what I do is I write for people's stories. So people send me their stories via Instagram and um, email, and I write and make art and send it to them. And then I share with everyone else, and I always keep the stories private. And I arrived at that just because when that poem went viral, I started to receive um, emails and messages from people's stories and this miraculous thing happened where it was like the moment I started the moment I stopped focusing so much on like how I could make some creative pursuit a success and I just started literally focusing on the people who were sending me messages and saying this is what this point meant to me and here's what I've been through and I was just like I'm gonna write for them like that's the moment when this whole thing began to flourish. And now I'm, I'm a full-time artist. I have a book that just came out working on some more projects and I have an online shop and yeah, a lot of, a lot of really cool things have happened that I'm so grateful for. And a lot of it just came from, from trying to figure out life and figure out where to go and so, yeah, a fun fact. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> you asked me a fun fact about myself. Ah, uh, what is it? Hmm. I don't know if this is fun, but I really love olive oil lately. Olive oil. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've been putting olive oil on everything. I've been like, I- I'm not much of a cook. Just I-, I-, I know how to cook, but I'm just like not really interested in like that time investment mm-hmm. right yep, now I get that <laughs> and but yeah so I'll just like make toast and I'll just like put olive oil on it and then I've started painting because most of my artwork is digital and I've started painting with digital art and I've like been experimenting with olive oil and paint um so yeah I'm just from where I'm sitting I'm looking at my kitchen and I'm seeing like two bottles of olive oil and I'm like what is happening right now that is so, so... <laughs> that's really fun no it's back. not lame oh that's there's, so funny <laughs> there's probably there's probably more out there than no that. But, I love yeah, it first in the I <laughs> love it. I
0: love it. A little peek into your kitchen. And i, I it's so fun that I'm like, this is inspiring me today. Morgan, mm. I, I'm so glad to hear some of your story and just how this got started, because really, you know, I told you this when we first got on, but I love your work and I love your art. I love your words. And oh, you, you have this way of saying the exact thing that we really need to hear. And it makes so much sense to me that it's in response to someone's specific story, because that's how it feels, but it's amazing mm. that you're responding to one specific person and their specific set of circumstances. But still, like, I open it up and I'm like, oh, like, just right in the heart, right where I needed it. Yeah. And it's just amazing. You know, as you mentioned, you have a brand new book out. Um, It's called All Along You Were Blooming. And I've seen it. It's absolutely gorgeous. And I know Thank that you. most of us can't really get away with writing a book about something we haven't lived through. I think that most of us end up writing books about things, like writing the book that we needed when we were going through something. And so has there been a season of your life, I guess maybe you kind of just touched on it, where you needed this reminder, like the reminders that are in all along your blooming? Does
1: that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Um, Yeah, I I think about myself 10 years ago. You know, I was nineteen, and I just think about the amount of uncertainty in my life at that time, and just feeling so much pressure to have everything figured out, or at least have my career figured out. It was just like, okay, I've spent all this money going to college. Like, how can I make something of this? And yeah, there are just a lot of different things going on in life at that time. Like, that was a time where social media was just sort of starting to take off, I guess, um, because. Instagram was invented and, well, came to be, it was out there in two, two um, 2010. And so I turned, yeah, I turned 20 the year that Instagram came out. And I just remember having this app and other apps and, like, all these tools. And I was like, whoa, like, the possibilities are endless. I can do so much. But, yeah, at the same time, like, I just felt so afraid and unworthy and unequipped And I just find myself thinking about that part of myself a lot because that doesn't just apply to career or creative pursuits like that applies to relationships or lack thereof that applies to family relationships and family dynamics that maybe you're still working through or trying to figure out or your relationship with, with people in your community or your upbringing. And there's, there's just so much to unpack when, you know we just take a moment and we just start to we're feeling that anxiousness or or stress or whatever it is about the future. I think that there's a lot, there's a lot there to uncover. So yeah, so I'm still kind of stuck writing for, you know, my, my <laughs> self 10 years ago and and also my friends uh, from that season of life and just people that I knew and went to school with, you know, I think about them often even even if they're in completely different situations now, you know, I think, cause I, I got married pretty young. I got married at uh, 20, my husband and I met in college so I feel like we have like, like, like the short version of our story is honestly like our story could not get any more cliche. Like we just, we, we met at Bible college and she was like, okay, <laughs> like really? I mean, come on. Like that's just like the easiest way. So, but it was funny because I, we met my senior year and I was like, I was determined. I was like, I'm not going to get married here. I'm I'm not going to meet someone here. So, you know. Yeah. But, it, <laughs> but anyway, I just remember even then, like when I was getting in a relationship, there were several other young women in my life who were not in a relationship at that time. And, and that impacts friendships that impacts like the dynamics of the, the friend groups and, and hanging out and what community looks like and all this stuff. So yeah, it's, it's one of those things where I'm like, I think what this is often like, if if you're the kind of person who just like, can look at a photograph and just like, your mind is just flooded with a thousand memories or you just like have a way of remembering things and like you're probably a writer because it's just there's something like for me like for a long time i would just get frustrated with myself like just kind of getting lost in the train of thought of like the past and i'm like why am i so stuck in the past like why am i thinking about you know what happened sophomore year like down in savannah on Tuesday of spring break. Like, why does this matter? (laughs) Like none of this matters. So, um, but since like over time I just started to close, it's like, you know what? I can write about those things. Like I don't have to have answers for them. Like not everything has to be a blog post or some profound thing, but it's like, there's something about just getting it out and writing it down. And, and yeah, it's yeah. So that's just kind of like the journey I'm on. And that's a long way of answering your question. Um, but yeah, that's, I do think about my younger self, especially you know, about ten years yeah. ago. So, it's, yeah, it's
0: well, when it's amazing how I think we all, no matter what the exact circumstances are, it's and it's hard to say this when you are in the midst of something because when you are in the midst of waiting for mm-hmm. something or a piece of your life isn't working out the way you were hoping, or some you are like something is feeling very uncertain, you are feeling very left behind, mm-hmm. you want something that you don't have. Um, it's really easy to feel like yeah. you are the only one who feels that way. But it's, it's really amazing. And I know that you've gotten to see this from hearing so many women's stories that really kind of no matter what the circumstances are, so many of us are waiting for something or so many of us are, are uh-huh. praying for something and feeling like God is just really silent on the, on the matter. Um, uh-huh. or we're feeling left behind yeah. or not good enough or feeling kind of lost. And it happens whether you're single or married, whether you have kids or not, whether uh-huh. you know what you want to do in your career or not. And so I feel like so much of, of the, so much of your work speaks to that feeling of like just being kind of lost and kind of stuck mm-hmm. no matter what the season looks yeah. like. And so I know that, yeah. um, you know, a lot of us, and this really speaks to, to a lot of the messages you share. I think a lot of us have this thought in our head that if we had a certain thing, whether it's like a relationship or a career or house or financial status or a number of Instagram followers, then we'd finally be happy. And it feels like we're always striving mm-hmm. for for more, and we can never quite catch up. Do you have some thoughts on this? Yeah, like my life should look a certain way, and then I'll be happy. Mentality.
1: Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So a few well, a few weeks ago, well, I guess about a month ago, maybe. if I don't. I actually can't remember now. Oh, almost two months ago, I, I think I reached a million followers on Instagram, which and is nuts. It was, it was <laughs> so. It was such an interesting moment because, like. The, the first time I saw it, um, I saw that number. I just had like this flashback of all these moments where I was in a season of my life where that would have meant everything to me. Like, oh my goodness, like you reached a million followers. Like think about what that means. Think about all you can do with that. And I was just thinking about how in that moment though, I felt so much like peace and resolve because it was just like, It was like, now that I'm here at this number, I'm like, I know that it was not about the number itself, but like the journey there. And it was about, and I was like, in that moment, I felt like, this might sound so weird, but like in that moment, I honestly felt like I could just like delete the account and just be like, you know what? That was cool. Like, I I felt like I could let it go. Like, I felt like I was not attached, attached to it. And it was just for me, it was just such like a testament to like my progress that I have made when it comes to like how I evaluate success and how I evaluate progress and what matters because of the many things that, that the people who send their stories to me, um, of them and most of them, like uh, most of them are women, like even, you know, and within that number, even more are younger women, oftentimes younger than me, of the of the many things that I've learned. One thing that I've learned is just that like, we like <laughs> when we're going through things like really tough things and we're in those low places, it's in those places where we start to see, you know what, maybe the numbers don't matter. Maybe the success that I'm craving for, maybe that's not where my heart should be, you know? And, and it's, I don't want that to happen for anyone. I don't want anyone to have to lose a relationship or lose something in their life or someone in their life in whatever capacity. Um, And at the same time, just from reading so many stories, it's oftentimes in that place where we're just brought to stillness and we're just reminded of just how precious life is and just how short life is and just how much this moment matters. And I've just received so many stories of people who have just, been through things that are far worse than anything I've ever been through and people who are like 10 years younger than me and yet have been through like 10 times worse, anything I could have ever imagined going through. And I just think, I'm like, you know what? Like if I write something for her and I send it to her and then I share it on my Instagram And then everyone's like, oh my gosh, this is the worst thing you ever made. Unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. And everyone unfollowed me. I was like, I will be okay. Because I know that what I wrote was for her. Like, it was for her. And I think a lot of times, like, when it comes to, like, the topic of numbers, whether it's money, whether it's followers, whatever, numbers can, they can teach us a lot, but they can also help us create this false narrative that, like, Unless I reach this number, then I'm not valuable. And that's just a really, really scary place to be. So for me, I just try to write for myself and others to write our way back into this idea of like, all it takes to make a difference in the world is by interacting with one person. It's like, yes, there are people who are able to reach thousands and millions, and we need those people. But we also need people in living rooms. We also need people at dining room tables. We also need people who notice the person on campus who is just ignored by everyone else. And yeah, we need, we need people like that. And, you know, when I, when I, when I look at stories, like, you know, like, like Jesus stories, gospel stories, when I look at that, I just see, I'm like, wow, there's a whole lot of one-on-one going Mm -hmm. on. There's a whole lot of like, walking from place to place, like interacting people, person to person. And again, there's nothing wrong, you know, inherently with, with the stage, like there's, there's nothing wrong with a platform, but just know that your influence, what you do in this life has nothing to do with the numbers. So, so yeah, that's, that's kind of like a long way out answer answering that question of just like, you know, what does that look like for me in terms of like, You know, yeah, that that million follower moment was huge for me because it was just like, wow, like I've never felt so like free from a number. I'm like, okay, I just reached this milestone that a lot of people are literally like like hashtag into the moon, like hoping to reach because it's like maybe, maybe, maybe. And I'm like, here I here. I just reached it. I'm like, I'm so grateful. I'm grateful for every single person who like pressed that button and said, I want to follow this. I like this. And at the same time, I'm like, I know for a fact that I got here by just focusing on like what's right in front of me and one person at a time. So, yeah, I try to hold on to that because I I don't have that perfectly figured out in every area of my life. (laughs) There's so many times I I still freak out and I'm just like, oh no, like I need more of this. I need to figure that out. Yeah, I I still deal with all that. So I try to hold on to those to those moments, and so yeah, I think that's
0: so good. You know, I think as you were talking, I wrote down the destination isn't the gift. Like most of the gifts happen or Mm -hmm. like are given to you on the journey. And I think that that's really true with so many areas of our lives that it's, it's the destination that whatever you get at the end, that million followers is not the best part. The best part Mm -hmm. is getting to impact all these women one-on-one along the way. And you know, the, the, how many, ways you grew along the way as an artist and as a creative and as a believer. And it's just the desk or the journey is so much more important usually than the destination. And I love that you said that about a million followers because I think we do have the tendency to feel like if I just got to this milestone, then I would feel mm. better. But the thing about yeah. it is the milestones move. So you you hit a million and then all of a sudden you're like, well, but I don't have a million and a quarter. Or you're like, well, (laughs) I got to this fitness goal, but like, I still haven't gotten to this, the, the miles, the, it just never, the destination never really fulfills us the way that we're hoping it will. And I think it's, I think, I don't know. I feel like God's favorite part is the journey and what he can do in our hearts along the Mm.
1: way. Yeah. Yeah. I love that.
0: While we're on this topic, I wrote down one of my favorite quotes of yours. So this might, <laughs> I don't know if it's awkward to have oh, someone wow. read your words to you, but I'm going to read it. You <laughs> said, while you are still waiting for those certain things to happen, I hope you know that there are still books to read. There are still people worth getting to know, and there are still really good songs to sing. And those little things might not fix everything, but they will surely remind the soul. Though the journey is long and winding, there's life to be lived on the road. I love this so much Mm. because it reminds us that even when the waiting gets hard, there's so much good and so much life to be lived in those in between moments. And so, Morgan, I want to ask you, Mm. like, what are some of the things that help you remember to make, like, when you're, when you do get into a pattern of thinking, well, if I could just get here, then I would be happy. What are some things that help you break through that to remember? that the beauty is in the journey and that it's not about the mm. destination. It's about that one person or about that one moment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's such a good question. I'm so grateful you like that piece. I was like, Oh my gosh. I was like, I might, I think I want to make some new art for that one. And, oh my and gosh. Please again. do. Please, um, please do. I'm going to Yeah. Well. <laughs> I, um, yeah. <laughs> so I, I make most of my art digitally and over the past few weeks, I've actually started to, um, like I went to like the art store and I bought some paint and canvases and I've been painting physically again. And I haven't done that in years. And I am not a trained artist by any means. Like I learned just from trying, I learned from YouTube videos. Like I am not, I am not trained at all. Um, However, one thing that I found is as I started to watch these YouTube videos of people creating art, there are so many moments where I would I mean, this is not to say, like, make any, like, like, absolute statement about any type of art, but I was like watching, like, landscape paintings, like, people painting landscapes. And um, there are so many moments where I'm sitting in there and I'm watching this video, like, sometimes they're like 45 minutes long, and you're just watching this person paint and paint and paint. And there's so many moments where I loved the painting before it was finished. And I would think, like, they could have stopped there. They could have stopped right there. Like, she could have stopped right there. She could have stopped at that point, too. And then in the end, it's beautiful. And at the same time, I'm like, there were 10 other places where I noticed where it was beautiful. Like, the colors by themselves, even before, like, the mountains took shape. Like, they were beautiful. And I just think about that. As I think about that, I'm just like, wow, like... I wish I could see more of my life that way, oh. you know, when I'm just like, all I have are the colors. I don't even know what the idea is. Yeah. I don't even have a business plan. I don't even have it figured out. I don't even know my, you know, workout routine or whatever it's going to be. I don't even know. I don't even know. I'm like, I wish I could just say, well, the fact that you even want to try, the, even fa- the fact that you even want to dream, like that is beautiful. Like that matters. Like that is a, a canvas that is worth framing and putting on the wall as itself. So I just, yeah, so I, I love, so any, for anyone listening out there who also struggles with that, just like trying to embrace the journey, like seriously, go spend like five bucks on some paint and you could just get like three colors. All you need is red, yellow and blue, and you can make thousands of colors just from those three and a piece of paper or some camp. Like sometimes I will literally just use printer paper or recycled paper from somewhere And yeah, just paint and just be amazed and see like, wow, I don't even know how to paint these flowers yet that I want to paint. I don't even know how to paint this landscape. I don't even know how to paint this abstract piece, but the colors on the canvas themselves are already beautiful. So so
0: I love that. I love that. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Friends, springtime is finally here, but that also means allergy season is in full swing. I have always struggled with allergies, and I don't know about you, but I am especially allergic to cats. More on that in a second. Well, luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash friendship. So this is sort of similar, but I, I really would love to hear your thoughts about this. You know, we have in these different areas of our lives, you know, hoping that they look a certain way, waiting for them to look a certain way. We really have an idea in mind of where we would like to go where what we would like our lives to look mm-hmm. like. Do you have any thoughts yeah. about like how to let go of that a little bit and how to trust God with where we are right now? Like, how do we find joy and contentment and peace and fulfillment in our circumstances today before they become what yeah. we're dreaming about?
1: I've kept a diary or a journal of some kind since I was eight years old. And I, I still have a lot of them. Some of them have gotten lost in moving around and stuff, but I still have a lot of them and I was just looking at one the other day from when I was 11. And I was just like, wow, some of the stuff that was, like, such a big deal, like, to me, that doesn't even matter anymore. Like, I would take four pages to talk about something that today I'm like, that is, like, the most non issue of all none issues. <laughs> and interestingly enough, like, that goes beyond age 11. It goes beyond. It goes, for me, it goes to... three months ago three weeks ago it's like some of the things i was stressed out about like literally 48 hours ago i was stressed out about speaking at this event with like all of these people whom I really, a group of people who I really respected and looked up to. And I'm like, I don't feel qualified to be here. And I was like preparing my talk. And I was just like going over and over and over and over and over again. And i was just like, I'm not prepared to be here. Like this is too much. And then the event, it came and it went and now I'm here. I survived. I'm okay. <laughs> and it's like, wow, like literally the day before yesterday, the whole week and a half before I'm like, Oh my God, how does it been coming up? Like, what am I going to do? Like, so I think that there, I think that there is a, um, there is something really helpful about keeping record of, of, of your desires and the things that you think about. And I, I that's why I even think is interesting. Like, like, I remember I had a list when I, before I met my husband, I had a list of like everything that I wanted in a guy and, He's the exact opposite of it, like, in almost every way. (laughs) And the thing that's so funny about it is, like, I look at that list and I'm like, now when I look at it, I don't have it anymore. I don't even know where it is. But I remember looking at it thinking, like, wow, like, all I do, I made a list of myself. Like, that's why I didn't end up... (laughs) <laughs> marrying somebody like this list because it was it was me <laughs> i was like so i think it is something even special about like writing down those really nuanced desires and just like it's like oh i, I would really like this or i would really like to move to this city and sometimes you might look back and be like whoa like the, yeah i was i was already thinking a year before it happened and sometimes you might be thinking, look back and say like, this was so silly. Like if only I knew what I knew now. So yeah, looking back for me, it reminds me in the present moment, I'm like, one day this moment, you know, as long as I'm alive, one day this moment is going to be the past. And there are things that I'm working, that I'm working through right now that I'm stressing out about now, that I'm going to look back on and say, Morgan, you're fine. You made it. So just go ahead and get ahead of the game and just start saying that stuff to yourself today and just start thinking about like how you've already overcome so many things. Like lately, I feel like I've been writing to so many people like when they when they share their story with me about what they've been through and, they're, and then oftentimes people will say, you know, they're looking for something like courage or strength or bravery or whatever it is. And I just like, I always start with like, look, I'm not sure if you read your story back to yourself when you sent it to me, but you are already brave. (laughs) You are already courageous. Just a matter of going deeper into that. So yeah, I'm saying all these things and I'm also saying it to myself. (laughs) Even like I said, that talk yesterday, I was so stressed out about it, but you know what? There's another one coming up in a few weeks and I'm already stressing out about that <laughs> one. So, yes, it's just an ongoing it's thing. It's <laughs> so frustrating
0: how many times we need to learn these lessons. But I love that you've been journaling yeah, for that long.
1: Every day. I, I'm the same
0: way. I've I've been keeping a journal like pretty consistently since I think I was about 11.
1: Oh,
0: and wow. it's so fun to look back at them and go like, wow, I mean, it, it it's so cool to see how, how worried you were about something and then where God showed up in it and being able to read that story in your own handwriting is like just the best reminder that the same God who showed up for you then is still going to show up for you today. And yeah. I love, I love what you said about, you know, sometimes you can see him weaving together these ideas and dreams and paths before you were even close to getting on them. You're like, wow, I've been thinking about Moving to Austin, Texas for a really long time. That's crazy. I forgot about yeah, that. And yeah. then sometimes it's like, man, I am so glad that I sent God my husband wish list and he just tossed it right mm. out. <laughs> it's so yeah. it's such a good reminder exactly. that he's so much yes. smarter than we are when we ask for something mm-hmm. and he doesn't give it to us. And then we can see, oh, thank God you did like literally, thank God you did not give this to me.
1: Absolutely, and it's okay to have both. You know, it's okay to look back on your life and be like, "Wow, like that went according to plan, and that didn't." Yes. Like, you can have both of those, and and there's peace and there's great grace for both of those experiences and all of the experiences in between. So,
0: but I and I love the idea of writing them down, though, and I mm-hmm. love I love yes. that because I think that it just helps us slow down a little bit, and it helps us remember because it's really we are we're like squirrels or mice or something with a really short memory. Yeah where you know you're like I just learned this lesson and mm-hmm. then you know now I have another talk mm-hmm. in a week and I'm already freaking yeah. out. Like we just we forget these lessons so fast. Yes. And so I think that it I, I know it helps me to remember yeah. to write them down.
1: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm.
0: and it just reminds us where God was in the past and that he'll still be there as we step uh, in the future. Yes,
1: absolutely. Mm. Yes, I completely agree.
0: So you know we've been talking about Like God's plans for our lives and stepping into them and like how they don't always exactly happen the way we're hoping them to. And they don't ever happen on our own timelines. Um, but one of the things I love that you write about is just soaking in the present, just being here today, the beauty of today. I would love to hear like, what are some beautiful things that can happen when we let go of the timelines a little bit and soak in the present? And, and do you have any thoughts for how we can do that better?
1: Yes. So, you know, in writing for people, you know, most of the time, strangers, people I've never met before. And if it's, if it's via email, like, I don't know what they look like. I have no point of reference other than what they shared with me. And in doing that, I, I always try to start because it's like, you know, I think you, you mentioned this before, It's just like when you're writing, like you, you have to write from your experiences, like you have to write. So that is sometimes a challenge because it's like, oftentimes I'm reading stories from people who are going through things that are completely different from where I am in my current season of life. Um, sometimes it's very similar, but oftentimes it's very different. And so I, I'm like, okay, well, where can I start with? I always try to start with what we have in common. And it's, and it's super elementary. It's like, well, we're both human beings. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's that. And what do human beings do? Well, they have blood that flows through their body. They breathe. Oh, breathing. Okay. Yes. She's breathing. I'm breathing. And so I'll just, oftentimes I'll just sit there and I'll just breathe for a moment. Um, and i also i have my apple watch which i love cuz it reminds me to <laughs> breathe and i actually try to like stop and breathe when it reminds me and one thing one of the many things i learned from breathing well we learn all things while breathing um, I'm sorry, I was such a cheesy <laughs> joke. But anyway, <laughs> you're like, like, of course you learn while breathing. Like, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> one of one of the many things that I've, I've learned while breathing is that it draws my attention and brings me back to awareness of like all of my senses. Like, it's amazing how much I rely oftentimes on sight. And so, for instance, I'll be sitting at my computer and I'm just typing and typing and typing. And then when I stop and think, and I, oh, I'm sorry, not think, and I stop and just breathe, I start to realize, it's like, you know what, like, the sun isn't just pouring in through the window. Like, I feel the warmth of the sun on my skin through the window. Yes, this house may be quiet, but there's the smell of flowers on the counter from my, um, from flowers that a friend gave me last week. And I was like, there's all these other things going on. And, you know, there's, there's so much out there about like, um, you know, gratitude journals. I have not been good at keeping a gratitude journal every, I feel like every month I'm like, okay, this is the month <laughs> I will begin a gratitude <laughs> journal. And I think that that's great. And I know that works for a lot of people. And that's just like writing down. I think a lot of people do it differently, but it's like writing down five things that you're grateful for, for that day. And I think that's one way. And another way, honestly, it's just to, if you you take a moment to breathe and just like, go through the senses. Just like, what am I feeling? What am I hearing? And, and don't like, don't like try to like make a story out of it. It doesn't have to be like, well, that's just a car going by. That's nothing. It's like, no, I I hear a car going by. So I spent a lot of time doing that. And, and one thing that's sort of, and this might get kind of like, I don't know, it might be hard. It's kind of hard to explain, but So creatively, the way that works for me is like, after I've kind of spent that moment just thinking, um, what I'll do next is I'm like, well, what do me and that person who just drove by? What do we have in common? Huh? I didn't even see that person. I didn't even see their car. But one thing I know we have in common is that we're both headed somewhere. We're both headed somewhere in life. I wonder where they're going. I wonder what they're doing today. I wonder what they're maybe stressed about or excited about. I wrote this piece of most of the time I'm writing pieces from stories that people submit me, but sometimes like I'm, I'm just intrigued by strangers. And there's a piece of mine that, that's, um, and I I can't, I can't quote the whole thing, but a part of it is uh, this year will not end like last year at all. You have learned to breathe deep. You have learned to stand tall. And I wrote that when I was sitting in traffic and I looked over And there was a woman next to me who was just beaming from ear to ear. She was just so happy. And I was just like, why is she so happy? Like, it's seven o'clock in the morning. It's gloomy outside. We're in LA traffic. And she just, like, both hands on the steering wheel. She was just like, look at that. She was so happy. Just, like, filled with joy. Like, I could feel it from the next car. And I was just like, wow, like, I wonder what her story is. Like, why is she so happy? Like, what good news does she get? What is she looking forward to? I have absolutely no idea. And in that moment, I was just like, maybe like, because I think at that time, like, this is a few years ago, it's like December. So I was like, maybe she's just really excited about the new year. Like, Maybe she just went through a lot this year. And she's like, yeah, I made it. I did it. And and she's, I was like, maybe she's just like, this year, will not end like last year at all. And that's how that piece came to be. And I just like remembered it. And I was saying it to myself. And then when I got somewhere, I stopped and I just wrote it out. So there's so much depth in the present moment. And it's like, it might not be the kind of depth that leads to like, all of the answers that you ever wanted in your life, it might not lead to the relationship or it might not lead to whatever it is that you're longing for in that moment. But it's like, if you can just trust that this moment you're here in this moment for a reason and there is much to be revealed, there is mystery to be revealed right here in this present moment. I just think that it can just bring so much peace. And what I found is like, just the opportunity to just create and make something of it, whether you consider yourself to be an artist or not, like there's so much to see and experience in this present moment.
0: I love that. That's so good. That's so good. Well, thank you. For, For the women who are in the midst of a waiting period or who are feeling like life is not panning out the way they were hoping for, if you could package up like three truths for them things that they need to hear the most, mm. what would you tell them?
1: That's such a good question. Well, the first thing that I think of, it's just like one, and we've kind of already talked about it, of just like really making it a practice to stay in the present moment and finding, finding things in your daily life that you're already doing. You don't have to like go on a trip, unless that's what you do in daily life, go on trips, (laughs) but you don't have to like do anything extra extravagant. You can, but you don't have to finding things that help you stay in the present moment. So one example of that could be, you know, are there kids in your life? Do you have a niece or a nephew? I mean, with kids, you have to be (laughs) in the present moment. Like I have an eight month old and yeah, there's no such thing. as just like, mindlessly chilling on the couch like when he's around it's like no he's he's got things to do every point two mm-hmm. seconds um <laughs> and it's always new <laughs> so when I'm with him I'm I'm there you know I don't even have time to worry about tomorrow as much because I'm like no he's literally about to do something else three seconds from now and I've got to be there so that's one way and then there's so many little things um I've started like and I use this word very loosely, a garden on my back deck. It's, <laughs> it's not a garden, but its I call it that because that's like the goal of what I want it to be. Essentially, it's a few sad pots with plants in them some of them are growing but (laughs) it's just been so amazing because like the way I and I don't we live in an apartment I don't have like a big like back porch or anything like they're really there it's like on a back deck and like when I look out of like our den area I see all the little plants on there on the porch and I just find myself I'm so intrigued I'm like trying to get these plants to grow and what I find is like between that and like playing with my son and and cooking breakfast, and all these things. If I could just like be in that, before I know it, I'm like, whoa, that's a lot of day. Like if I'm just present to that, it's like if I just like, like one thing, like for instance, I mentioned the olive oil thing. So <laughs> the reason why I probably said that was just literally right for this call. Like I didn't, I was like just it was just afternoon snack time. I was just hungry, and I was just like, man, I'm really hungry, and. When I was going to the the toaster, I put the toast in there and I pulled it out. And I was just like, huh, like, look at all this like grain in this toast. I was like, this is so, so rich. And then I was like, oh, let me put some olive oil on it. And I just found myself thinking about it. And it's like, it may seem like that's just like busy work, but it's not. It's like, you're giving your mind something to do. And it's like, you're, you're almost like, for me, I feel like I'm showing my mind like, hey, look, I know you're creative and I know you like to think up things. And a lot of times that leads to, you know, endless worry about the future <laughs> <laughs> um, or constantly rethinking the past. I know you I know you like to do that mind, but you know what you can also do mind? It's like, you can also show gratitude that you have food to eat. You can also like be so grateful that there is a piece of toast in the house to eat. Not everyone has that. So I've just been, and you know, if it sounds like, oh, wow, she's really got this figured out. I don't. I I don't. It's just, I try to think about it more and more often because, you know, kind of selfishly, like it helps my creativity. Yeah. <laughs> I can think of new ideas. And then beyond that, it's just like, no, like this really, really does matter. Like the present moment does matter. So yeah, that's it. Just find, find little things like just one little thing. You can add to your routine this week. Just it's, you know, maybe you just go buy like a $5 flower that's already there and you just stick it in a pot and you're just like, every morning I'm going to water this thing. And I'm just going to think about water. I'm just going to think about how amazing it is that I have running water and that I get the, I get the privilege to keep this plant alive. And that's all I'm going to think about in those 30 seconds I'm I'm pouring that water in. So yeah, just little things like that. And the second thing I would say, and I'm just going through like what I have to do in my daily life. The second thing I would say is like a big word for me lately has just been focus. I've just realized how hard it is to just like focus within the present moment in the present season I feel like so many of us are more creative than ever. Like, I feel like I see so many of my friends dreaming and doing creative things. And I'm so glad that we're all so creative. But I think what ends up happening at the same time is that it's really hard to keep focused on like one thing at a time because it's like, well, I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I'm doing this, and I'm doing that. And it's like, that's, I, for me in my life, I found like, that's one of like the fastest ways to burn out. It's just like when you're everywhere all the time, you're like, what does this even matter? So for me, what I found focus, like focus is so important because when you focus and not just focusing on like, I'm just going to stare out this window for a long time. When you focus on doing good work that helps other people and good work that you know that you're bringing life and you're helping others, like that is transformative. That will transform your life. And I accidentally stumbled across that by writing for people's stories, but you don't have to do that. There are people that you live next door to. There are people that are in your texting thread that you haven't haven't caught up with in weeks, in months, in years, where today might just be the day where to hear from you would make them feel just a little bit better, would just remind them that they are loved and that they are thought of and that they are seen. And one thing that I've been doing again, like I love, I love focusing on the internet and writing for people, but I was actually really convicted lately because I was like, you know what? I live like in an apartment community with multiple stories and I'm like, I don't know my neighbor's names. I'm like, here I am connected to 1.1 million people on Instagram. And I can't tell you any of the names of the people that live below me. I'm like, that's a problem. I need to focus on that. I'm like, yes, it's so, I'm so grateful that God has given me this platform to connect with all these people. And I, I've made some of my best friends through Instagram. I love it. And I'm like, but what about my next door neighbor though? I'm like, <laughs> like how hard can it be? And I know for those of us who are introverts or we're introverted, must that, that can be really stressful, but it's like, just being willing to like, well, I'm just going to make it a challenge. You know, I'm not going to put my pressure on pressure myself. I don't have to be everyone's best friend. But I'm like, no, like the next time I see my neighbor, it's like, I, I'm not just going to be like, oh, hi. Like, what is your name? I don't even know your name. It's like, we live in the same structure. Like, our houses stand on the same ground. And I don't know your name. So, yeah, just focusing on, like, who can I who can I reach? Who can I love on? Who can I be present with? And it doesn't take money, doesn't take followers, doesn't take a stage. It just takes presence. So yeah, the first thing is to stay. If you just, you know, if we were to break it down into one word, stay. And number two is focus. And number three, and, you know, I'm just, again, thinking about where I am right now. You know, a big thing is, is trust, I think, because I love my outcomes and my results and like knowing how it all plays out and my ROI and like there's a return on my investments. (laughs) Like love that. However, relationships, the ROI doesn't really work that way. Like sometimes it takes years to see the fruits of our labor. It takes years to see the fruit of being present with people, being generous with people. Sometimes you get it right back, you know? You do something kind for someone and they're like, let me do something for you right away. And it's just like, boom, this beautiful exchange. But oftentimes it's not like that. You know, I'm like, I could, I could like, go and knock on my neighbor's door be like, hey, I just want to meet you. And they could look at me like, why are you knocking on my door? (laughs) Like, like I'm not trying to make new friends here. Like I don't I don't know what the result is gonna be. So I think it's just, you know, trusting that 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 God will do with do with your faithfulness what God chooses to do with your faithfulness. And I know it's so hard because it's like we're just like, well, I sowed the seed, I watered the seed, I put it in the sun, and it went through the rain, so clearly it should bloom this way. But as I'm seeing with my little, quote unquote, garden in the backyard, I literally have four pots that I put the exact amount of seeds, like I did the measurements of everything. I watched like a thousand YouTube videos, I'm like, I'm going to get this right. And I put, I have these four little pots, I put the same amount of seeds, they're sitting in this, they get the same amount of sun, same amount of rain, and there are two of them thriving. Probably see flowers any day now, and one of them is just like totally dead. I'm like, How did that happen? You all were treated the same. Like <laughs> I nurtured you the same way. You get the same sunlight. You get the same rain. But for whatever reason, that one's just dead. And the other one's just like kind of tagging along a little bit. Looks like it's going to die one day. looks like it might not the next day. And I'm like, it's not all the same. Isn't that just so fascinating? It's like you could look at a field of like a thousand flowers. They get the same sunlight, the same rain, but they don't look the same. And I just think that that's it's beautiful in nature, but it's so hard in our own lives because it's just like, why hasn't this come together yet? You know, why I'm, I'm putting in the work. I'm being faithful. I'm praying. I've got my gratitude journal. I got my prayer journal. I got this, I got that. And it's just not coming together. And I just think just, um, you know, there's that's, there's that verse and I I can't remember right now, but for me, like I I had a wonderful opportunity two years ago to, um, go to, um, where, like, looking over the Sea of Galilee, like, where Jesus, like, to the Beatitudes, and I remember just looking at the flowers there and just thinking, I'm like, wow, all of these little flowers, like, I'm like, wow, like, not only, like, whoa, Jesus stood here, that's amazing, mm-hmm. but just in addition to that, just, like, they're all cared for. Like they all have purpose, like they all have value. They all look different from one another. Some are taller than the other. Some have longer stems, like some have more petals, some are more purple, some are more pink, some are more blue, yellow. And I was like, they all have purpose. They all matter here. And and I was just like, if only I can just remember that about myself and all the seeds that I've sown. So so yeah, I guess those would be the, the three things.
0: I love that. Morgan, I I'm trying to discipline myself to just ask for one, but I wanted to see <laughs> if you might read one of your favorite pieces from your new book to us.
1: Oh yes, you know. Let me see. This is a piece that I read yesterday and I um when I spoke yesterday, and it's also a piece that I read at my first ever poetry reading last weekend in Los Angeles. It was Really exciting to get to meet everyone there and just share this share this piece. And I don't know what it's titled, but the artwork is actually pretty simple on this one. It's a starry night with a full moon, but because I just like to play with color, it's it's actually a pink mm-hmm. sky. So I'm like, I know that doesn't make sense, but perhaps it ties into the poem. So here it is. Here's to more vivid dreams when you are sleeping dreams and wide awake, middle of the day dreams that make your heart fall in love in an instant. Because lately these hills you have been climbing have woven weariness into your bones, driving you further and further from home. And as much as you want to believe, the terrain will even itself out. You have persisting doubts and gray scale fears that the road signs will be obstructed by the rain and you will be stuck here, estranged in an unknown place. So when you are struggling to keep climbing and the wind has blown you to your knees and any hope you had fell through the cracks of the earth, dream of the tree-lined clearing up ahead you have yet to see. Have the audacity to keep dreaming in full color, come undone, Letting hope have its way.
0: Morgan, thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: You guys, isn't Morgan amazing? I just love her and I loved this conversation and I'm so happy I got to share it with you. One thing I wanted to mention is I know we talked about a lot in today's episode. And so if you ever want to find the links to any of those things, all you have to do is go to my website. It's girlsnightpodcast.com, and for every episode, we have a blog post with the show notes. All the links will be there for everything we talked about, including all of Morgan's contact info, so you guys can follow along with her and so y'all can be friends. The other thing I wanted to mention is that if you haven't had a chance yet, it would mean so much to me if you would take a quick second to leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. We have gotten so many amazing five-star reviews from y'all, and you've left the sweetest comments. I can't tell you how much it means to me, and it helps out the podcast more than you can imagine. So if you haven't yet, please take just one second to leave us a rating and a review. Thank you so much. All right, friends, that's all we have for today. We'll be back next week with another episode of Girls' Night. See you then.